we are striving for a union with purpose. When I hear this, I think, you know, we do this every day when we go to work, when we build our brands on a platform of service. We are aligning our efforts to the underlying purpose we've been called to do, the impact we make, and the way we inspire others to do better and achieve their goals. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week, Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. Here we are at the end of January 2021 already. In some ways, it seems to have flown by, and yet in others, it feels like a very long month. It seems like just yesterday we were enjoying Christmas, good food, and fun playing games via Zoom with my family in South Dakota and Utah. Another thing that seems to have flown by is the days in a food plan I vowed to follow for 16 days. That food plan eliminated something that I knew I ate far too much of, sugar. So in my mind, I had turned this into a huge challenge, thinking it would be the hardest 16 days I'd ever endured. But you know what? It hasn't been bad at all. I was only tempted by a Reese's peanut butter cup, you know, those big heart ones that they come out with right before Valentine's Day, just once. And when I reflected on when I wanted it and what was going on, I realized that that was on a day that I was feeling a bit more stressed and unnerved by what had happened that day. So maybe I'm not as addicted to sugar as I thought. But why has it felt so long? There are many things. But let's focus on what made this week feel so long. I've been talking with a local community college about being an instructor for a career development course since December. Most everything fell into place quickly, in some cases even quicker than I anticipated, until we got to IT. I started teaching this course this past Monday. So why is it that IT made this week feel so long? I hate to say it, I didn't get all the access that I needed. Nothing that stopped me from being able to move forward in the course. It just prevented me from feeling as confident in what I was going to be presenting. It seems like IT slows things down a lot. And I really do hate saying that because... I have friends that work in IT and my husband works in IT, but seriously, IT was my biggest challenge for this last week. Getting me full access to their system, which included the curriculum, proved to be a longer process than anticipated. We did fumble through the first two days, getting to know each other, talking about what we all have in common and how we are different, what our learning styles are, and covering some of the career development support that they will receive during this course. And naturally, Mother Nature blessed us with a typical Iowa winter weather, so the second day was a snow day. Yesterday, I was talking with a colleague about a possible collaboration on a client opportunity, and she reminded me of Brene Brown's term, FFT, or effing first times, and pointed out that I'm going through multiple firsts right now. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but let's revisit the three steps to this strategy normalize it, put it into perspective, and reality check our expectations. Normalizing it is understanding that everyone experiences something for the first time. 
For me, this week it was teaching a new curriculum with a group of students in which seven of the eight have English as a second language. I am facing a learning curve as much as they are. In addition, it was the first time teaching for this program and working for this community college. I had a lot of unknowns and things to learn about their system, their policies, and their expectations. Put it in perspective. Everyone starts something new. I am not alone in this situation. Feeling overwhelmed is okay and even expected. My colleague shared that she feels the same way each time she teaches a new course. I had also shared with her that once I solidified my intent to teach this course, new business opportunities and referrals popped up. Again, she said the same thing happens for her. In fact, when she once thought of teaching two courses, her husband reminded her of this, and so she decided against the second course, and sure enough, new client opportunities presented themselves. This was reassuring and helped me put my overwhelm into perspective. Another thing I needed to put into perspective is the speed in which tasks move through IT. I know this. It is not my first rodeo. Anytime I've needed to have new credentials or access granted to an IT system, it always takes longer than you think. Yes, there may be opportunities to speed up the process, but ultimately, there are delays and hiccups that cause frustration. It happens. Reality check expectations. It is not realistic for me to think everything is going to go perfectly. Nothing ever does. As I said, IT never works at the same speed that you want them to. They are being pulled in multiple directions with multiple priorities. The students I'm teaching are also in the same situation. They are going through this course for the first time and many are still learning the language. I don't know what it is like for them to be in a new country, a new culture, working to become proficient in a different language, and finding new opportunities to better support them and their family. I also have to remind myself to trust the process, and this happens more frequently than I care to admit. Whether it is about this circumstance or how I'm implementing a tactic in my business or for one of my clients, trusting the process I've been through before or that an expert is telling me will work is always better than trying to figure it out alone or messing with a proven system. That is not to say that if I find a new or different opportunity, I shouldn't take it, but trusting the process has rarely led me astray. I'm thankful Stacy reminded me of the FFT. Reflecting on these three things helped settle down my overwhelm and see a path forward with less stress and anxiety. And that includes giving myself some grace and time to do things that are important to me, whether that is drawing, watching a movie with my family, or reading a book. In order for me to be my best self, I need to do those things and prioritize them into the week. So what's next in this less than conventional favorites file for January? Let's talk about Amanda Gorman and the poem that she read at the inauguration. If you haven't listened to this, you really should. It's so moving. I believe that it is impactful to anyone, regardless of what side of the political divide you stand. I've added a link to the video in the show notes. 
You know, there are so many meaningful lines in her writing. We are striving for a union with purpose. When I hear this, I think, you know, we do this every day when we go to work. When we build our brands on a platform of service, we are aligning our efforts to the underlying purpose we've been called to do, the impact we make, and the way we inspire others to do better and achieve their goals. If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade. But in all the bridges we've made, that is the promise to glade, the hill we climb, if only we dare. When I read this passage, I'm reminded that we will have challenges and hurdles to achieve our goals and our dreams. We must not let those hold us back. Rather, we need to dare to climb that hill and our relationships and collaborations will help us get there, not our competitive nature. And finally, the words I've seen shared most often from her poem. For there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. I'm going to wrap up this episode inviting you to check out my conversation with Kim Hamer on her podcast, 100 Acts of Love. Kim's mission with her show is to help HR managers become more aware of the challenges employees face when dealing with a cancer diagnosis, whether it is their own or that of a loved one. I share my experience of working through my dad's cancer diagnosis, treatment, and his passing. It was undoubtedly one of the hardest times of my life. Working in a hospital made the reality of his diagnosis more significant and real. I worked with physicians who dealt with serious diagnoses like his daily, so it was a constant reminder to me of what we were facing. This took a toll on my emotional well-being. As I shared my story with Kim, I was enlightened by her perspective as an HR executive of how things could have been handled differently, more compassionately, and more empathetically. As a listener of my show, if you are in HR or are dealing with a cancer diagnosis, either personally or close to you, please listen to this conversation. I think it will offer some insights from both perspectives. And to truly close out the show, I am sharing a short interview I did with Julie Bruns for her podcast, Peace and Possibilities. She offered me the opportunity to share more about why I do the work I do and who I work with. It's a short but fun conversation. Julie gave the four of us in this particular episode the opportunity to share our segments as we felt best fit our needs. So I decided to share it with you in my show. Here's a description of the concept of Julie's show and I would encourage you to check it out. Discover how to be happy, peaceful, and content no matter where you are in your life or career. Learn from successful people who share life lessons and stories about their journeys. Each conversation will leave you feeling inspired and looking forward to what's possible. And you'll be more peaceful because of it. Welcome everyone to this special edition. We are here with Amy Austin and she is a lovely lady that I met through a LinkedIn group that we joined, a class that we joined earlier in the year. 
and I met a bunch of really great women and we wanted to do something to promote our businesses and help each other thrive and get the word out and talk about what we do so that others can benefit from our work and our and all of our strengths and everything. So thanks, Amy. Thanks for being here. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Julie. I really appreciate it. Welcome. So let's start with, tell everyone the name of your company and what you do. So I am the principal strategist with Austin Marketing. I do brand strategy development with my clients. And what I mean by that is I help them align their purpose with what they want their brand to be known for. And when that alignment is there, it's much more authentic and you're much more engaged with it. And it, there's, there's just so much that comes from aligning your purpose with why you're in the business that you do. I totally agree. And when they are aligned, that's when you end up usually being most successful too, right? It's like, it's nothing that's ever really talked about as you're trying to figure out what you want to do with your life. But I love that that is your goal because that should be everyone's goal in their business, in my opinion. Why do you do what you do? When you're working with clients, what's the reason you're doing what you're doing? Why do you have your own business? So for me, it's really about helping those businesses that are floundering with aligning that purpose in their brand. So I usually am able to look at look at a business or talk with a client and understand pretty quickly if there's a disconnect between why they started the business to begin with or if they're not the founder of the business where that there's somewhere along the line that 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 purpose of why the business started whether it was to solve a problem or to advance a mission you know that it's somehow fallen out of alignment and usually that has to do with their messaging and with how they're presenting themselves and how it's carrying through in their operations how they're hiring people where they're marketing themselves who are they talking to there's just there's something that's innately out of balance and my goal is always to help them find that balance and bring it back into into that level playing field so that they can look forward and be able to achieve what their next goal is, whether it's growth, whether it is filling open, open positions, because a lot of times recruitment then is off when, when your brand is out of alignment, because there's a disconnect between what a past employee might be saying about you and what it really is like to work in for your organization. Or maybe the organization just hasn't kept up with what's going on internally and how it's presenting itself externally. So it's just finding those those imbalances and writing them. Ooh, I like that. Finding those imbalances and writing them. I like that, Amy. Final question. What can people expect when they work with you? What result, what feeling when they're done and you've accomplished your goal with them and they hired you for a reason and they're feeling awesome in their business? What, what does that look like at the end? What's the outcome? My goal is always to help my clients find clarity, consistency, and confidence. And what I mean by that is I want them to have clarity around whatever the situation was that brought me to be working with them, whether it's their messaging was off, whether it was they're scaling their business and they're now ready to have somebody else represent some of the work they're doing from branding and it was all in their head and now they needed to transfer it to somebody else or be able to easily manage that. I want them to have clarity around that and feel like they've achieved a difference. 
consistency then comes from them knowing that whomever they've offered out this work to is consistently representing them in a way that is aligned with their brand and that that clarity is ringing true in that consistent retelling of their brand story. And the confidence really then is for that one individual that I've worked with or for, you know, whether that is truly one person or the, the bigger grand you of the company that you're confident that every action, every story, every experience is on brand all the time. You know, that there isn't something being missed, that they're confident in moving forward to the next step of where they need to go. So it's, for me, it's all about clarity, consistency, and confidence. I love those three C's, and I love that those clarity, confidence, and consistency are aligned with purpose. I think it's awesome what you're doing. I think it's so important. And I think that um, especially small businesses and smaller businesses that don't have these big, you know, um, teams to help them with all of this is like, those are the ones that struggle and people get confused about what they're offering. And I think it's awesome that you're doing that so that people can take their brand and their companies and, and get to their end goal, but with the alignment to the purpose. So I think it's awesome. So good for you for what you're doing and congratulations. And I know you're going to do well because you're just like everything that's aligned, everything that is like that you talk about and that is coming through when you talk about your business and the people you want to work with and the clients that you work with is it's all coming from a place of true, like you want to serve. You're not just like doing this so you can make some money. You're doing this because it's really what you believe and then you want to help people get right. there. So, um, and I think that if we're, we were all doing that, it would be a much better corporate world we were all living in for sure. Absolutely. And Julie, what you just said is really key. I like to work with organizations, companies, small businesses that are in it for the good that they do and that they understand that the profit that they make just is a byproduct of that work that they're doing. Yes. And then too, when they're looking at it from that angle, they, how could they not be successful? It's the, it's the opposite that ends up being a, the problem. So good for you. Right. Thank you. Congratulations. All right. Thanks everyone. Take care. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.